0: Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Warm welcome back to Let Love podcast with the Sisters of Life. This is Sister Anieste. And
1: Sister Marie Veritas. Joy to be back with you.
0: And today we are talking about how to let love fight the battle. Your battle, my battle.
1: Our battle. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, life is a battleground. It is. And I think if we're honest, we can acknowledge it's true. Every day I'm in a battle over something.
0: Over something. And it starts with the coffee in the morning. Oh, boy. <laughs> Look, I'm not a coffee drinker, but being privy to the battle is special. It's it's special as a coffee drinker. Yeah. I was devoted. I'm devoted. It's one of my bigger devotions. (laughs) (laughs) Lined up with, you know, Saint Agnes and. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. The saints and coffee. Yes. But truly, again, in the convent, you've got a number of different coffee drinkers. And I'm sure in every home you experience this. Yeah. You know, you've got people who like it a little stronger. You like people who like it a little weaker. Yeah. And basically, in the convent, um, I think the bottom line (laughs) that I would submit is that you can always make. Coffee weaker, but you can't make it
1: stronger. And by that observation, I would take you like strong coffee. (laughs) Yes, yes.
0: If if my my spoon stands up straight, it's
1: perfect. Perfect. (laughs) But it's coffee. It's coffee. You know, eggs hard hard boiled, soft boiled eggs. Big battle, I'm sure. Also in every home, big battle in a subtle way in the convent, you know. People like, is it the six minute? Is it the seven minute? You know, how <laughs> runny do you want the yolk? Should your butter be able to melt immediately or take some time Ooh. in your egg if you do such a thing? These are important questions. They are. Or, I know you're from Canada. Yeah. Bacon. Love it. Battle. Bacon battle. You know what the big battle is? Flabby. Gross. Flabby or crispy? I'm 150% crispy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have yet to meet a flabby bacon lover <laughs> <Maybe> <laughs> one of these days. Okay, so we've got battles. We've got all of us.
0: But I think, again, we are, um, life is is a battle.
1: It is. It's it's a battle. There's a battle within, but there's also a battle being waged over us.
0: Amen, right? We have an enemy. Yep. So how do we let love fight for us?
1: Great question, sister.
0: Why don't we kick this thing off with a prayer?
1: Let's do it. Sister? The Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. Lord, you are the Lion of Judah. You are the the Lord who saves us. We ask you, Jesus, to come um, fill us right now with your Spirit. Lord, we ask you to enlighten us, that we might uh, name our battles and surrender them to you, that you might fight them for us. We ask our blessed Mother, Mother of Life, to intercede for us, Intercede for all our loved ones uh, And we entrust uh, ourselves to her As we pray Hail Mary Full of grace grace, The Lord is with thee Blessed art thou among women And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus Holy Mary, Mother of
0: God God, Pray for for us sinners sinners, Now and at the hour of our death death. Amen Amen.
1: Our Lady of victory Pray pray for for us. us Father, Son, Holy Spirit Amen
0: Love it, sister Yeah gosh i'm i'm feeling I'm feeling ready to go here ready to fight ready to fight <laughs> well even I think it's compelling and i I think people would be surprised to know that the charism of life so this charism that um has been entrusted to the Sisters of Life mm-hmm. that the Holy Spirit stirred up here just over um thirty years ago mm-hmm. or almost thirty years ago mm-hmm. uh was born in a sense on a
1: battlefield is that amazing? I love thinking about it yeah. Um and well what's well, like the fourth vow we take to protect and enhance the sacredness of human life. That's the battle. And that's the battle.
0: And guess where it was born?
1: Tell me. Uh
0: well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was no, trying to <laughs> No. No, I I'm, I'm well, and here it is. So Cardinal O'Connor um paid a visit to Dachau concentration camp in Germany. You know, this was a place where thousands of people had been tortured and killed during the Second World War. And as he placed his hands into one of the um, brick ovens, where many of the victims of the Holocaust and at this concentration camp uh, were burned, he said he had a profound spiritual experience in which he felt the intermingled ashes of Christian and Jew, rabbi and priest, and he was pierced to the heart, and he cried out, My God, how can human beings do this to other human beings? And in that moment, he made a promise. Um, he said really to do everything in his power to protect
1: human life, its sacredness, its beauty, its glory. That's powerful, sister. It's powerful. And it's it's the question, I think, of our time, of our hearts, mm. you know, um, because as you're saying, it's this battle for life, for the person. Um, and there's only a battle, actually, when there's something worth fighting for. Wow. And... I think, I mean, I'd love to know your thoughts, but that, that experience of Dachau, you know, which is profoundly disturbing in a way, um, but profoundly moving, mm-hmm. it, it shows, it's like, this is what the battle is being fought over, that every person, not just one, it's not six million Jews that were killed. I mean, yes, but it's one person killed six million times. Amen. And that's that's what this battle is being waged over. But I, yeah, I'd love to know your thoughts well, on that.
0: Sister, you hit it on the head because Colonel Connor said that moment, in a sense, he had many degrees, and he said, he said, you know what, I knew nothing. I knew no real theology until that moment mm. in which that, the theology of the dignity, the sacred dignity of the human person came into full color, mm-hmm. flooded his senses. And from that point on, he in a sense uh, made a, a personal vow, that he would do everything he possibly could from that moment forward to do everything he could to protect the sacredness of human life, mm-hmm. which he labored for, preached. Um, it's it's unbelievable, unfounded us, the mm-hmm. sisters of life. Mm-hmm. But to think that the charism of life that we are, you know, have been blessed to kind of chase after the Holy Spirit <laughs> or try to keep up with the Holy Spirit as he's kind of pushed the walls of the charism mm-hmm. since the foundation of our community um it was born in a place of such mm.
1: darkness. Mm-hmm. You know, this is
0: one of the founding graces mm-hmm. of that led the cardinal towards founding our community. And to think, right, how life, this charism of life mm. flourished from the ashes of such of death and destruction. But I think what it reveals and shows is the way the victory has been won. Amen. That we can let love win our battles, fight for us and that love is stronger. Yeah. Love is sterner. Yeah. Love is going to overcome. We just have to let it. Yeah. So we have to let love fight the our battles. battles for us. And I think I think we get to see this firsthand all the time um, in our the various beautiful ways that the Lord has um, blessed us to walk with others, mm-hmm. to to serve others, this mosaic of mission, so to speak, mm-hmm. that he's given us.
1: Yeah, um, definitely. You know, the first thing that I think of when you say that is hmm. our visitation mission um, for women who are pregnant. Hmm. Um, and in some kind of situation that that makes that pregnancy um, a struggle or a threat, you know, and, and just struck by um, actually the real battle in every situation, um, be it a woman who's living in a penthouse in New York or a mm-hmm. woman who's living in the car on on the street. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure you have other examples, but it's like it's the same battle between love and fear um, in, in the hearts of these women. It is striking,
0: Sister, to see that, yes, for these women facing unexpected pregnancies, um, they're coming from so many different backgrounds, um, so many different dreams that they had for their lives, and yet at the heart of the battle mm-hmm. is this, Fear. My life is over. Mm-hmm. I'm all alone. Mm-hmm. There's no way I can I can care well for this life. And at the heart of every woman, we want to nourish life. Mm-hmm. We want to care well for fear. the gift of life entrusted. And, and when that's threatened, it makes it it makes it challenging. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, as As a woman faces an unexpected pregnancy, so this battle between fear mm-hmm. and all the fears that can flood her mind and heart, and love. Yeah. Um, letting love lead Mm -hmm. um, and guide her and letting love be um, the motivation, the end game for her decision. And uh, gosh, it's incredible to see love go to work and the power of love.
1: It really is. It really is. And to shatter the fears. Like I think of, in a way, DACA was kind of a microcosm of the fears Mm -hmm. of the human heart. Mm -hmm. You're not good. You're not worthy. You'll never get anywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, your, your life is not worth it all these things. And a woman who's pregnant, all these fears can flood her mind and her heart. Um, and she sees actually the situation. It's a threat to her as a person, wow. because there's a sense of being out of control of my future. I didn't see this in my future. I didn't see myself as a mother. And the devil, I think, throws a lot of lies. Yeah. Um, and actually, part of like you're saying, the, the fighting the battle um, is listening to the truth. And actually, I'm so moved um, just by our mission, our sisters, because like, I mean, you know better than I, but the first thing we do is listen. That's we it. listen to her heart, but then we f- reflect back to her what, what we're seeing and hearing, her own goodness, her dreams, her desires. And it's like how truth literally crumbles this fortress of lies. It's powerful. You know? It's really powerful. And, and how love
0: prevails. Love prevails. You know? Well, and so many of you will, will say, gosh, what do you do? What do you say? Mm-hmm. Um, and actually all you have to do is reflect back to these women their goodness their strength yeah and and actually once a woman knows she's good yeah she will she will live for the goodness of her of her life and her heart yeah. and that life that she's carrying yeah uh, and it's it's incredible i can't tell you how many um, women I have seen um, claim that victory mm-hmm. and, and let love win that victory mm-hmm. when, when confronted with that circumstance.
1: Yeah. And be filled with that joy, yes. you know, and the, the delight of their, of their child.
0: Absolutely. you know, Our visitation mission. <laughs>
1: yeah. But it makes me think, you know, people could say, okay, well, that's nice, sister. Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. have a great, beautiful pregnancy help mission. But what about the woman who suffered? Yeah. You know, what about them? Because that seems like the end of the road. Like, what would you say to them? Amen. Wow.
0: It's a great, we get that question a lot and that's a great question, sister. And I think, um, I love asking the question, what does lo- love look like now? Mm-hmm. So yeah, when a woman, um, yes, um, makes that decision of abortion and we're very blessed to have our hope and healing mission, which we love to prove the victory of love there mm-hmm. as well. I remember one woman I had the privilege of just walking with and, uh, uh, walking the journey of healing after abortion, um, she described to me um, because for her the battle was, I'm not worthy of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I don't deserve forgiveness, and she she couldn't believe that she could be forgiven. Mm-hmm. And um, praise God, she took a leap of faith, and and faith precedes miracles, and that's what ugh was incredible to see. A miracle happened mm-hmm. in her life. She went on one of our days of prayer and healing, and. Um, was absolutely, um, her heart was blown open by God's merciful love for her. And that battle um, of disbelief between, yeah, being able to believe that she was forgivable um, was totally, totally consumed by wow. God's merciful love. And she told me, she said, Sister, for, and she named it for like 20. She, she named the years, the days, the hours mm-hmm. since her abortion. Mm-hmm. She said, Sister, I was dead. Wow. And in that chapel, I literally I felt my heart start to beat again. Mm-hmm. I felt life mm-hmm. come back into my heart um, in and through this experience of forgiveness mm-hmm. from God. And she told me how this was on a Saturday, and she went back to work on Monday, and she said, All of her coworkers looked at her. And 201, they said, what happened to you? Wow. She was transformed. That's her countenance, awesome. her the way she held herself. And it was a, big, it was a new beginning for her. Wow. Um, so letting love, yeah, fight the battle there. In the places where we've messed up, where we've sinned, where we believe we're not forgivable, mm-hmm. where we believe there's no second chances, where we believe there's only a dead end, that, mm-hmm. that our sin defines us somehow. Mm-hmm. Giving love a chance right there Mm -hmm. in the pit of the darkness of our hearts Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. saying hey jesus hey love himself god is love Mm -hmm. be with me here what do you want to do here Mm -hmm. um when our energy and strength runs out to save ourselves which
1: you know (laughs) it it does (laughs) it It sure does well that resonates so deeply with me sister because i think it's not just you know women who have suffered abortion who struggle with the Believing that they can be forgiven, yeah. but actually, so many of us, or like so many people, and you know, for different reasons, it's like maybe even going to confession repetitive times for mm-hmm. the same thing, because it's like, how could God possibly forgive mm-hmm. me here mm-hmm. for this thing, you know? And and just what you're saying about letting Jesus see that place and and fight the battle there, letting His cross and resurrection happen there—that's really powerful. It's so
0: really, oh, and it's I think another way the charism that we see this are the charism just exploding is in our retreat mission Mm -hmm. Uh, we have we run retreats you know a lot at our our Villa Maria Guadalupe it's a retreat center in Connecticut also at other locations where our convents are but um, the Holy Spirit because I think in our culture I mean all of us need God's forgiveness Mm -hmm. all of us need that restart button Mm -hmm. and uh, just let love come in dip ourselves in that gift um Kind of, you know, fight the, the demons that we're fighting. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever might be afflicting us, whether it's shame or fear or guilt, or a broken heart, um, mm-hmm. and letting love come into those wounded places of our hearts and and speak to us mm-hmm. uh, that we're worth it, mm-hmm. that we're worthy. I remember speaking to someone who had just gone to confession uh, after a, a long time, mm-hmm. and she came up to me and she said, "Sister." And I, we had known each other for for years. And she said, Sister, do you recognize me? And she was asking me sincerely. She was like, in my face, like, Do you recognize me? And I said, Yeah, yeah, I recognize you. Like, she looked, but she looked absolutely dazzling in a sense, full of this spiritual life and light. She's like, Sister, I just went to confession. I don't even recognize myself. Wow. She felt so new, a new creation in Christ. Wow. That the power of, Confession.
1: It's powerful. We all need it. We do. And isn't it funny actually how often our the idea of battle, these battles look different than what we think it looks. Mm. You know, like we think of battles like swords and but actually this battle, how was it won? By letting us our, herself, ourselves, be little uh. and come to the fount of life and be weak. And it's like it's like seems like the furthest thing from battle. But it's actually letting ourselves be carried by Jesus and cleansed by him and clothed by him it's powerful it's really awesome well it
0: reminds me of um one of my favorite lines in scripture mm. it's exodus 14, 14 the lord will fight for you mm. you need only be still
1: mm. oh, i love that you
0: need only be still yeah god doesn't want us to do anything
1: yeah um but let him let him fight let him fight yeah well, it reminds me actually of a, an encounter I had on a plane hmm. um, this past year, and um, this woman, she has her friends with her, and just started talking by the uh, lavatory. <laughs> That's a great place which to is gather. The nun's favorite <laughs> gathering place on Worst? the plane. <laughs> oh gosh! You know, it's actually amazing how many heart conversations we have by the lavatory. <laughs> waiting in line. <laughs> yes, but um, it was really powerful because she started just sharing her heart very deeply and which was very, it's always very um, moving and humbling. um, Mm -hmm. And you realize the privilege of that when someone Mm -hmm. opens up like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was just sharing how she really was suffering in her life, um, really for many years from an experience of of real evil and things kind of happening in her life, strange things, very dark things, Mm -hmm. and feeling completely stuck in that, not being able to get out Mm -hmm. and trying everything she could, you know, like different, wearing different charms and like, you know, reciting these different, Things and nothing worked. She was completely stuck, you know, and we just shared with her about Jesus and wow. the power of his his love and mercy to cast out darkness and evil. And um, she, as we were speaking, you could see her eyes starting to like glimmer with hope wow. and like her head raised, and you know, you know, tears uh, kind of coursing down her cheeks. And um, we really just, yeah, spoke about his love and truth and mercy and encouraged her. And by the end of that conversation, she had made commitments. Wow, like she, she was a... so compelled by the truth that Jesus wanted to fight for her, that she didn't have to figure it out. She didn't have to do it. She wasn't strong enough to fight this real evil. And by the end of the conversation, she had torn off her, her charm that she was wearing um, and had made a plan to get rid of it. Um, she had made a plan to start praying to the Lord reading these books and the hope that filled her eyes. We all got big hugs. This was before, (laughs) before any pandemic, we got big hugs (laughs) and tears, deeply moved. And it's like, for me, that was an experience of, um, watching someone realize that I am worth fighting for. Mm. God is interested in me. He's interested in my life. He's not leaving me alone. And yeah, I can't fight this battle by myself, but he's going to do it for me. And, and the reality, we're in the middle of a cosmic battle. Right and I mean Scripture talks about this all the time. It's good. I mean, it's there is good and there is Absolutely. evil. There is Satan and there is God. Amen. And our souls are in the middle of it. Amen. You know? And that really, that conversation really um, brought that to light a lot.
0: Amen. Yeah. Well I think it is, it's like we have an enemy. Yeah. And the enemy again. I would. It's a good reflection. It's a good thing to to kind of ponder. The enemy is always going to attack what.
1: What's worth fighting for?
0: Our identity. Who we are. And who are we? We are God's beloved sons and daughters. Um, It seems, it's like, it's the most essential thing for us to remember. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean? We have a father Mm -hmm. who's going to fight for us. The best of fathers. Who's going to provide for us. Who's going to protect us. Who's going to shelter us. Who's Mm -hmm. going to... um, he has dreams for us mm-hmm. for happiness, for the good, um, to to pull us through difficult circumstances, to to help us through our challenges. And what do we have to do? Be. Yeah. Be still. Yeah. Be loved. Be be a beloved daughter. Be a beloved mm-hmm. son.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. And he's been doing this. He's been doing it for ever. Ever. <laughs> Thousands of years. Okay. I just want to I wanna I wanna reference. Um, parting the Red Sea, the Israelites are escaping from slavery in Egypt. Mm. They need to cross this huge body of water. They can't do it. Can't do that. What does God do? He through Moses, he parts the Red Sea. They walk through the Red Sea, and it says that like water, like walls. Astounding. It's astounding, and and then he causes the sea to to swallow up their enemies. He's fighting for them. That's incredible. And it's so creative. That's what I love about it. Yeah.
0: It's the last thing you think could happen. No. I I would be scratching my head on the shoreline being like, what's (laughs) going (laughs) on? What's going on? And God's answer is to part the entire sea. Yeah. It's like, watch this, kids. It's (laughs) It's,
1: amazing. It's amazing.
0: It's amazing. It's amazing. Or or even um, David and Goliath.
1: David and Goliath.
0: It's one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorites because it also shows. I think um, the strength that comes to us when we depend mm-hmm. on God. This Goliath is feared among mm-hmm. men. Feared. He's huge, and this kid steps forward to fight him. And then they try to put armor on him. He can't even walk in the stuff. And then they're like, "Okay, what's what's your uh, what's your weapon gonna be, little guy?" <laughs> <laughs> and he goes and picks up stones. Yeah. Um, and he has a slingshot. Yeah. And I love this image, and I love thinking about it. It's like, if we but go and allow the Holy Spirit mm. to, to pick up, um, to guide our picking up of the small, small stones, um, what are those things? These, these little weapons in our life. Maybe it's hope. Maybe mm. it's fea- uh, faith. Maybe it's love. Maybe it's courage. Mm-hmm. Um, these little stones of, of virtue, um, of faith. And that we just let the Holy Spirit guide our little slingshot, mm-hmm. launch those little puppies, and split our enemies, mm-hmm. fell our enemies down, yeah. overcome our enemies, but all tucking ourselves beneath the wisdom and guidance of mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. which again means I depend, mm-hmm. I get small, I lean on the, on the thing greater than me, mm. which is God. And if we step back from our battles from the front lines, just to remember God. Again, Exodus fourteen fourteen, the Lord will fight for you. You need only be still. Yeah. We gotta pull back and tuck ourselves beneath that great wing. Yeah. Of our Father.
1: I love that, sister. Yeah. It, it's so powerful. And it, it I mean it even makes me think as you're saying, then you know, let the Holy Spirit kind of split our enemies, but it's even the phrase divide and conquer, hmm. we so often use that wrongly but it's actually divide the enemy and conquer. Yes. And so the the evil seeks to divide us, cause division in our hearts, mm-hmm. our minds, separate us from our identity, separate our, us from the relationships in our lives, mm-hmm. all that. And it's like to turn that on its head, the Holy Spirit, the few small stones are, you know, the little, yes. and to actually let the Holy Spirit divide the enemy. So it's like whatever that lie that's being spoken to me right now, whatever that um, thing I, I believe about myself, that's not true. Mm-hmm. And it's like the, the Holy Spirit, he'll take our little, our little offerings, our little acts of faith, and he will split them in half. And it's like, and then you see it's like, oh, I have nothing to fear. Yes. I have nothing to fear here.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's, I love it, sister. Yeah. Oh, you speak so powerfully. You too. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, and what you see is that God is creative. Yes. Uh, and I love what do we do? Um, as we seek to to conquer as well, as far as, as, I think, the flip side, communio and -hmm. conquer. Mm -hmm. So it's communio as in pulling into communio with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. with others of faith. Um, Communio in friendship, friends that can help us, Mm -hmm. Um, virtuous friendships, Mm -hmm. who who can push us towards Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, Building a fortress of love Mm -hmm. that allows love then to mm-hmm. fight battles for us, but we can't do it alone. No. And I think I think it is praying for the grace of a good friend.
1: Yeah. Whether heavenly or earthly. Right. And because there's something so powerful, and I think we both experienced this, but to be able to go up to someone whom you trust and love and say, hey, mm-hmm. this is what's going on in my heart right now. Yes. This is what's being told to me in my heart. Yes. It could be whatever. Like, you're not good. You're going to fail at this and fail at this and fail at this. And, and say, like, this is what I'm thinking and hearing can you speak into this mm-hmm. and a good friend they're gonna know you they're gonna love you they're gonna see you with the eyes of truth and love and say you know what it's a bunch of lies <laughs> big fat lies and they're gonna split them it's really powerful it is of, of, of having a friend
0: to really bring them to light yeah it's a, it's it's one of the rules um of uh, discernment of spirits, You're right. If you bring it to light to the right person, yeah, and so you do. you want um, a good spiritual director. You want a good friend mm-hmm. to so these lies can be cast out because mm-hmm. the enemy loves to to sow his his ill in silence and secrecy. Mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. and again, just allowing the light to shine on you, yeah, i think I think what I realize, you know as we do engage the spiritual battles um, within and without, and as we labor, you know, have the privilege of laboring in the Lord's vineyard. In fighting the battle, mm-hmm. it reminds me actually I'm no martial arts expert. Really? But no.
1: I, <laughs> sorry yeah. just teasing.
0: Yeah. You know, you you learn something
1: on the playground in middle school, but I know one move. You do. Yeah. This is the most dangerous move in the world. That's what my teacher taught me. <laughs> sorry. No one can see it, but
0: I'm not sure it's very effective. <laughs> But no, I think, I think it's called something like aikido. Oh aikido. yeah, and yeah, it's basically okay. So it's I know that it's like, it's this, it's more. Um, you are peaceful actually, and <laughs> rather than being aggressive or attacking, you actually use the energy, the aggression of your opponent against them. Cool, isn't that powerful? That's awesome. And often it's by just like neutralizing it it's allowing it to pass by and I think so often um, when we want to let love fight the battle Mm -hmm. it's a matter of just staying in that place of love Mm -hmm. so it's almost like the image of Helm's Deep comes to me
1: great from Lord of the Rings
0: right Lord of the Rings yeah I know I've probably used this before because it's one of my favorites Mm -hmm. and it's one that I continually come back to because I think the temptation a lot of times is to leave the fortress to go fight the battle. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this case, at Helm's Deep, there's thousands and thousands of orcs out there. And if you go out there, unless you're Aragorn, you're going to get destroyed. Toast. <laughs> <laughs> Completely toast. Right? And so it's like, if you stay in that fortress of love, just stay mm-hmm. there. Stay in mm-hmm. there with the Lord. Um, let him fight for you. Mm-hmm. Um, stay in that the safety and the refuge. So it's like, almost like, not my monkeys, not my circus. Don't pick up that lie. Yeah. Don't even listen to it. Yeah. Let it just pass. And actually, in letting it pass, it's almost like when mom told you when you're in the backseat of the car and your brother was annoying you, like, just ignore him. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, it works. It really works. Just ignore it. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Wow. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Stay
1: in the fortress of love. Wow. Let him do it. Let him do it. That's awesome. That reminds me of something a priest, uh, I remember hearing a priest say, he said, when you're like, facing like temptations or like wanting to think these things about yourself or whatever. And you notice that and then you don't even, don't even engage. You say, Jesus, temptations knocking at the door. You answer it. Love it. And it's like let it, letting him do it. Love it, sister. You don't even, don't even give it time, your time of day. Yeah. Cause as soon as you give him an inch, he'll take a, a mile. Amen. The, the devil. Yeah. And it's like, don't yep. even, don't even go there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, gosh. Before we go fight our battles,
1: sister, any thoughts? I I do. You know, one thing I think is very, 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 very effective um, is gratitude. Ooh. Actually, whenever you're stuck in any kind of battle hmm. w- of whatever nature, there is nothing like taking a moment of gratitude to dispel the darkness and lies, and to n- literally neutralize the enemy. Because the devil hates gratitude so mm. much. And it and gratitude actually breathes allows the Lord to like breathe His remember like the remembrance of God into yes. you um, and His life and it's I can attest to my own life it is so powerful so I just I guess I want to encourage you not uh, this week but for the rest of your lives <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say she's being bold I'm gonna be really bold but truly when you are stuck in darkness or thoughts or whatever just. Think of five things that you're grateful for mm-hmm. and thank the Lord for them. Yeah. And I'll say, I'm, I'm so thankful that I have shoes on my feet, that it was sunny today, <laughs> that we get to do this podcast, that I had a piece of chocolate this <laughs> evening and that it's Sunday tomorrow. Amen. Praise be to God. Yeah. Now, what about you? Oh,
0: sister, I love it. Thanks. I really love it. <laughs> well, and actually it kind of inspires a, a fun challenge. Okay. Um... <clears throat> is I know three things that um, the enemy can't stand. Mm -hmm. Laughter. Mm. So if you can get giggling or laughing or, like, just laugh at yourself or, like, get outside of yourself, it actually creates incredible perspective. You can slay (laughs) the devil with your laughter. I believe it. Second is whistling. (laughs) (laughs) No, only if you can whistle. (laughs) Right, right. So even trying, actually, if you try to whistle and you can't, Then you'll start laughing. (laughs) So whistling, right? Because it does. It just kind of... I've tried it. Like, I can't be grumpy and whistle. And lastly, is to find, like, regardless of the voice that you have, is to have kind of like a go-to song that will lift your spirits. I know it sounds so silly, but I have... I mean, I know I have a little song that I always sing when, in a sense... You know, you're like, oh, you're about to, you're about to like jump out of the plane into the spiral into discouragement or whatever it is. And it's like, nope And it kind of ties in with your challenge with gratitude. We all love trying to be Bing Crosby, don't we? Of course. Have you ever seen White Christmas? I have. It's a classic. It's a classic. Yeah. And when I was a little girl, I watched this White Christmas and this song has sung in my heart, like from my earliest years. And can you sing it? I, I will be so grateful to sing Give back to God my, my little voice So the song goes like this And I would highly encourage you to look it up on YouTube Because Bing Crosby does a much better job But it goes like this When I'm worried And I can't sleep I count my blessings Instead of sheep And I fall asleep counting my blessings when my bankroll is getting small i think of when i had none at all and i fall asleep counting
1: my blessings. Love that, sister. Listen, it,
0: even if you hum it, you'll
1: it, go to bed
0: with a smile on your face. It makes you
1: feel better instantly, doesn't it? It actually does. I'm like, wow. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> oh so, a little song, a little gratitude. Thank you. That was a gift. That was well, a gift to receive.
0: What I have, I give you, sister. F- thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, praise be to God. Amen. It's been a joy to be with you and with you and to talk um, about this. Should we close down with a Yes,
1: Yeah. That'd be great.
0: Okay. In name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Jesus, we thank you that you have won the victory over sin, over death, um, over all things, that you have come to dwell um, in the heart of our hearts, in the heart of our pain, in the heart of all that we carry. We give you permission to come and be with us, especially in those places where we most need you to fight for us where we most need you to anoint us with your love where we most need you to speak uh, your words of love your victory into our lives and we just ask to be vulnerable to your love as you desire to come and we thank uh thank the father ahead of time for sheltering us loving us and keeping us uh in the palm of his hand as we say glory be to the father to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. God bless all of you. It's so much fun to be with you. It is. We're praying for you. Take care. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers, and learn more at sistersoflife.org.